Hi there. If you are feeling stuck in the normal mundane activities of running a business or life in general, you are going to love our conversation today. I will be talking to IT specialist and uh, web designer Arne Brockman from Germany, and he will tell us how to always remain connected and find meaning and joy in our work, in our daily life, that not only brings glory to God, but also gives you fire in your daily life. Stick around. My name is Norbert Elnar, and you're listening to Making a Masterpiece. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Joining me today from Friedland, Germany, please welcome Arne Brockman. Hi, Arne. How are you? I'm doing good. Hi, Norbert. Good to be with you here. So good. Guten Tag. Well, that's, that's my German right there. Arne, you have a heart for small businesses, and we're going to go into your story a little bit later on how you ended up with your own business. And can you tell us more about what kind of business that you are currently executing? Things that I do at the moment is building and maintaining websites. And I'm currently developing my business further in the area of process development and supporting small businesses with their internal processes because I realized this is, there's a big need for this. I'm still trying to figure out how to best communicate this and offer this to my clients and potential clients because I feel like it's a, like a natural extension of, you know, when you build a website, it's usually always embedded in some kind of process. So to support this, yeah, that's why I'm going at the moment. That's that's very true because, you know, a lot of our listeners who run a business or be even thinking about a business don't realize that when you do business, there's so many processes in the back end that you don't necessarily know. I've heard this phrase that nobody became a businessman to run a business, like in the back end of it. Nobody likes to do that because... We, you became a businessman, you became an entrepreneur because you have something to offer to the world. And then when you get into this whole media thing and you have to have a website and then suddenly, oh my goodness, you're lost. So I'm sure you have so much experience on that. And I think, what do you think are the struggles of somebody who's not familiar with these things? And how do you actually help them with that? Usually my clients come to me and they're asking like, well, I need a website. And then I ask them all these questions to get to know them. My goal is always to have them feel like I understand them. And for me, obviously to understand them <laughs> because then I can serve them best. So then we usually see some even come to me and we're like, oh, well, we're like, like this chaos club. Like I have to do everything here. And so that's sometimes they, they even say this. So currently when we evaluate how to, how to build a website and how to include it in their uh, personal processes, we, you know, I say, okay, who's responsible for the content? How are you managing your content creation process? And this is usually where we uh, start talking about their internal project management. And if it's there working with um, external people, Many times the communication is only done via email. And so how do you track all those conversations? And so, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's usually where we start. Okay. Or where a potential client realizes, okay, yeah, I could, yeah, this is, I'm losing time here because this, this is very stressful. And in, in, you know, when you forget things or you, you forget to follow up on something and then you realize, oh, oh no, it's not, <laughs> it's not done. Yeah. Wow, that's that sounds like chaos. And I think a lot of our listeners and our viewers can relate to that, especially if you really have no clue how this thing works. 
And obviously, there are professionals like you who understand the language behind the the systems and the protocols that eventually, if people really invest in, they really have a good return of investment and also moves their business forward. Wow. So before we go into more practical tips on that, I just wanted to ask a little bit more of your story. I think you are a man of faith and you find joy in doing this thing. I call it thing, but you know, I, I, I heard this phrase before that, you know, people who IT people are the wizards of our time. That they, it feels like you have a magic wand and you can just fix people problem, fix the problems of people. But like, how did you end up doing this kind of work and was it something you really planned before or is it something that you discovered along the way it's it's funny that you say that because for me it's always the design people that are the wizards because they they make something creative out of nothing and i i really <laughs> i'm always impressed when you say like okay man this is just this tiny move and all of a sudden things look great but yeah i it, it was not planned at all it was more discovered because after school i started studying business because i figured well as a businessman you can do good things in the world and my 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 background is not the most rich so i always figured okay it's good like because of the pain i experienced i felt like okay it's good to to use money to help a better world but i realized this is not a way that i'm supposed to go or at least that i could go because it was not my world at that time. So I started uh, studying theology because I was interested in faith and had experienced um, several kind of uh, spiritual environments. So I did that. And I really liked even started teaching at that school and really liked that. And so I figured, okay, I'll go into ministry. But always at this at the same time, like even at school, I would, you know, build a website just for fun and was interested in video editing and doing work within design and these kind of things. So that was always like, you know, like some kind of a hobby. When you look for ministry opportunities, you're usually confronted with how do you finance your family or so I started, you know, just building or supporting companies with their IT and building websites. And then I realized, well, they're paying me for this. So that's then some sort of worth like some value that is there so that were the steps that i eventually ended up leading me to where i'm now where i'm you know full-time freelancing wow that's an interesting story because you went to business school with the idea of a businessman can do good things in the world then went to theology and kept it as a hobby but then you realized that there was a practical need of providing for the family. And I think a lot of people can attest to that and that's totally fine. And it's it's amazing how that journey and that, how do you think God has prepared for you in this other facets of life that you went through? How do you think God has prepared you for this season of your life as a web professional? I think for me, it's good to have experience in both sides. I, I see some people that feel like, okay, the, you know, doing normal work, so to speak, is, is not valuable in the kingdom, but you're never not connected to your God. So <laughs> wherever you are, whatever you do, this is your ministry. And so it's not like you have to do the official ministry work to do something valuable in the kingdom. Yeah, that's interesting because you went to theology school, you taught theology, and 
obviously you're dealing with so many people and you deal with a lot of you know interaction with people and it's a very pastoral and a ministry thing that most of the people think about then switching into it well, not even switching because you're already there but focusing on it seems to be a very 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 different and it's not every day that you meet somebody like that because it just for me on, on just on a personal uh it feels like a disconnect how did you realize that normal work can be kingdom work does that make sense my faith was never so much about what i say but what i do and what i experience so especially the cultural environment that i'm living in is very suspicious of organizational faith so that was never something where i felt like okay i can connect with them on that area or on that level yeah i want to live the faith that i have and to get to know the world that's available to us and the spiritual realm so i feel like okay this is where i'm growing and where i'm at and where i try to give my best to my clients and my family and you know where i live i feel like this is related to phases in life because i realized i have to focus on my family at the moment and this is how i can support them best so that was something where i feel like okay you know i'm patient and i want to be where i'm supposed to be uh one thing that i felt often or that at least put me on under pressure with uh, regards to ministry or you know living your faith in the marketplace and all these kind of things was i i did not want to get into a mindset of you know like a multi-level marketer Mm. where everyone you're around is like scared okay he, he this dude is just here to sell me something <laughs> so one thing that also changed my thinking here is what i learned about marketing <laughs> mm. <laughs> during my work because i realized like people like seth godin or so how who teach like you're not here in this world to interrupt people and to annoy them with things that they don't need and or they don't know or want but you're there to, to give something of value yeah. and to, to meet them where they are and help them. And so this is something that felt very valuable to me. I feel like being connected to God and like co-creating what you do, I attribute many ideas that I have to just <laughs> divine inspiration because I don't know where they come from. And this is obviously faith. It's not like I can't prove this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it's enough for me. <laughs> and one big shift for me in thinking was I'm never disconnected. Mm -hmm. So whatever I do, like even in church or at work or at home or with my friends or wherever I am, I'm connected. And so that's something I can be aware of I, or I cannot or that's something that I can believe or not. And mm -hmm. so this realm of, of doing ministry just you know there wasn't a border anymore it was like okay i don't have to go there or to wear this hat to be this mm -hmm. because i'm always myself wow and, and so this is something that was probably a big shift in this whole thinking about doing ministry and doing work my goal is to give the maximum value that i can provide to my clients and i feel like this is something that is also in divine interest so to speak yeah <laughs> and not only to be there to get something from them. And I even, you know, I can do ministry just for me so I can feel good and not care about the person in front of me. So, you know, it's always, yeah. I can do both. <laughs> that's very true. I think that's an important thing to realize. I mean, when you understand that you're always connected to the creator, no matter what you're doing, adding value to 
what you do to a person is more important than actually, yeah, trying to get something out of them. And I love that. I love what you said that, you know, we, we, we don't want people to think that we're like multi-level marketers that people just want, like we just, people think that this guy is just selling, you want to sell something and want to get something. And because I don't think that's really the heart of God. I think the heart of God is again, putting value, putting love and just loving on people. That's a very enlightening insight, Arne. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are struggling with this internal battle of the mind in the processes in their brains in trying to move something forward. Okay. As a expert in the IT field and based on maybe your clients and how you've seen them in their chaos, what are two things that you think start up businessmen could avoid so that they don't end up in a chaotic situation in regards to how they handle. Because when you start to think about making a website, that's not just a step to move forward, but it's also a leap of faith. And it's a step telling the world that you're serious about these things. But obviously, when they come to people like you, and then you see, oh, man, what are the things that you wish the clients would have figured out earlier so that they don't really stress out more when they decide to move forward in their website? Well, you start and then the things that worked at the beginning, like when you were a solopreneur or when you were a small team, they don't work when you when you grow. When Even if it's like five or 10 people that you have in your team or uh, freelancing people that you work with, it's not like you, you wake up, up in the morning and be like, oh, well, I'm so chaotic and uh, let's fix this. But it's like, you know, these, those things always grow. The interesting thing is very often I see uh, as a leader, it's very important to know that you're part of the success and part of the problem. So <laughs> because we, we we always have, you know, things that we don't see and blind spots, but usually our team is very aware of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, I guess it's a very humbling experience and also um, it can be very motivational for your team to speak to them. And with them and you know and this is something that's a difficult part because you always have to transform and be transformed into what you have to be to achieve a certain level or to uh, to grow to a certain size in, in in business and because you know when you when you as a leader decide okay i want to to grow and i want to be confronted with you know my blind spots and those things are yeah you you've very quickly fall into defense mechanisms and you feel like, well, my team can't take me serious anymore because, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, true. Uh, that's true. You're not the perfect uh, person. Yeah. And so that's something I feel like is to be open and to realize your team is still there. So they usually want to help you and want to support you. Finding a process there is usually very interesting for, uh, for me, you know, to put those together, mm. <laughs> or to connect teams with their leaders if there is a disconnect. So that's some part. Another is this sounds like you can only do something if there's like a, like this big, big chaos or something like that. So this is a big, big problem. But very often that's not the case. Yeah. You feel like I don't like this is not this big problem because as a leader, you always have like, like everything is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always that's true. <laughs> to fix something and you're always there. Okay. What do we do there? Or you're in your, your mind is like far ahead and envisioning products that you want to build. And you know, you're in this tension between your business future, your, and your profit and your revenue and your yeah. operations, everything. 
Yeah. And so so this is not like that's not an easy, easy job. And that's where external help can be a relief because you can put something off your plate or at least have someone help you there. That's true. And I think it's really a reflection of uh, the leader's heart. And I think you're right. Like when leaders are open, when leaders are ready to uh, collaborate with the team and able to accept and they'll be be confronted with the blind spots as a leader and not every leader deals with that properly so but if we as a leader you get that right if there is a way of getting it right but if as a leader if you take that in heart and you know acknowledge that there is room for improvement and that's why external help is needed then you're set up for a win so wow Arna, that was amazing. And how can our listeners get hold of you? And if somebody out there is looking to want to do their website and not just that, I mean, all the internal processes that you do in helping solve problems for our small business owners and organizations, how can they reach you and where can they find you? Well, the easiest way is just to go to my website, arnebrockmann.com and just look me up there and send me a message. So that's probably the quickest way. Thank you so much, Arne. We are so blessed to have you on the show. Thank you for your genuine value adding kindness and for you know opening us up into this whole idea that work, whether you're on stage, when you're online or offline, can give glory to God if we really remain connected to the creator thank you so much and it was nice talking to you 